Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and we have a fun style episode today. Who is your style icon or inspiration? It depends on the day. My style, you know, I I always do tend to go for a little more um, pops of color. I'd say I really love Dolly Parton. She, I mean, like if I had a style icon per se, it's her by far. Yes, that's who I think of when I think of you as like. I would never like say, let's pick an actual outfit Dolly wore and put you in it because typically she is way more. Like stage looking, then I would want you to be in like an everyday look. But I love like the shapes and colors and fringe and sparkles that she wears for you. Yes. Okay. And see, this is another thing too that you're really so you've okay, you've styled me before. So obviously, Mm -hmm. you also know my personal preferences and what I like in colors and who I really when I basically like what I can put myself in and I'm really going to feel like myself, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean, one of the best things about having a coach that also does styling, of course, is because they can really help you figure out what your style is specifically for pageant week, because for pageant week, you want to look somewhat cohesive. You definitely don't want to take a picture on Monday and then post a picture on Wednesday. And people are like, wait a second, is that the same person? Yes. So way back, probably when maybe my second state pageant, I think it was, I decided I would take pictures of all the outfits I was going to wear throughout the week and like the weekend, because it was not a technical week. It was just a weekend. I would put like, I just went in my closet, put on all my outfits all the way, head to toe. And took pictures of myself and made sure everything looked like it went together. This was back in like 2016, 2017, I guess. I think. I can't even remember now. And I just looked at it all. And I was like, does this make sense? Does this look like the same brand, quote unquote? Like, you know, like, does this look like one person would pick all these outfits? And I guess that's kind of when my style boards, I call them, started where I now for clients will, if they want me to, I will put together all their looks for all the days. And then I look at it cohesively and do exactly what you just said. Does this make sense for this person? Does this outfit they wear for one day still go with their stage looks? Like does everything they're wearing throughout the week make sense? It doesn't have to all be the same color or the same brand or anything like that, unless that's what they want to do. Because I have had clients that want to do that. But if you're looking at this person and you're judging, like you're a judge and you're following along throughout the week, does this make sense? Yes. And I think that's what's really hard for people too, because like for me, I can, I love fashion and I like trendy stuff and I like 
I like being over the top, but then I know I still have my moments where I want to look very chic and put together. And Mm -hmm. so like, I just know when I look at something, Oh yes, I love that. I know that's on trend. I know it's, you know, going to look good, but is this who I want people to see, I guess is, is like another thing you have to ask yourself. Is this, if the judges see me right now, is it going to show them who I am and what I'm wearing? And that right. was so hard to do. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't even know where to start, I guess, when mm-hmm. I'm putting something like that, when it's a whole collection. I always start with interview. Okay. So, like I start with that one piece right there on interview. Like, what do you want? What do you feel most powerful in? What do you feel most confident in? And whether that's a jumpsuit, pantsuit, dress, skirt and top, whatever that thing is, what do you feel your best in? And whether we have actually like purchased the outfit, found the outfit, had the outfit made, whatever it is, like, let's start with that foundation piece because that's where you're speaking to the judges and that's where they're going to build their connection with you. Then we go backwards from there. That's how I do it. Okay. Well, and that makes sense too, because yeah, I mean, do you, so like do you it, ever- let's say you're wearing like, I'm just going to throw out like something like random. Like, let's say you're wearing a white, like one shoulder with a ruffle, you know, that dress that I'm talking about that has like the one shoulder kind of poof at the top. It's not yes. like, not the one that has the bow, but it has like a little like fluff at the top. Mm-hmm. And it's very like chic and structured and more on the elegant side of things, I would say. And it's white. That's what your interview outfit is. But then every day throughout the week, you're wearing like lime green, hot pink, bright blue, um, like fringes, sparkles, colors. That interview dress doesn't really make sense now because all yeah. week long you've been doing fun. Like your brand has been fun and bright and bold. So I would have put you in a bright color probably for interview because that seems to be way more your personality. So when you're meeting with a client and mm-hmm. you're just so, and this is, I'm only drawing off of this because I see, so I've seen style boards that you've put together. And mm-hmm. I remember when you were helping Shaylin, you were doing kind of like a celebrity caught by the paparazzi. And mm-hmm. then Dana was, um, you know, country music awards. I, or no, was that what it was? Yes. Country music awards? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then it, mine was very Dolly. And uh-huh. so we all were styled by the same person, but we all looked mm-hmm. very different and it mm-hmm. did showcase more of our personalities. When you're talking to a client, how do you figure out and kind of narrow down? Okay. Like this is where I'm going to draw my inspiration from. Do you usually pick an event or a celebrity, or do you just see what comes up when you're talking to them? How do you figure it out? Well, if I've been working with the client for a while, like leading into nationals or state, if I've been, if I have a pretty like long relationship where I've known them for a while and really gotten to know their personality, then that's, it's a little bit less of a process because I kind of know them and I know their personality and who they are. But if, if they're a newer client, I ask them some pretty direct questions. Like what was your, what, if they're married, what was your wedding dress? Like, 
did you feel great in your wedding dress? And what was the style of your wedding dress? I don't really care about like the trends of it, but was it a mermaid fit? Was it a ball gown? Was it an A-line? What made you pick that dress? Because typically, and this is kind of a funny thing, but a lot of times your wedding gown shape ends up being very similar to your stage gown shape. Okay. Like it just seems to happen that way and not always, but there's something about like that dress that you feel so beautiful in is exactly what you're going to end up feeling so beautiful in, in a stage gown. It's going to look a hundred percent different, but it's going to have a pretty similar structure and shape because obviously you picked it for a reason. It, Mm -hmm. It fits your body. So great. Right. And then I also asked them like when they think about their style icons, who do they look at? Do they look at Meghan Markle? Do they look at Kate Middleton? Do they look at Audrey Hepburn? Like, do they look at Marilyn Monroe? Who are they looking at that they feel like a lot of people will tell me like Rihanna or Beyonce or Kate Middleton, like they have somebody that they love their fashion. Mm -hmm. Well, then that immediately tells me like, okay, they like a more classic look. They like a more like fashion forward look, more edgy. And then I'll say, okay, well, I follow you on social media. I've never seen you wear anything like Rihanna. Why is she your style icon? And they'll tell me, well, she's just so confident in everything she wears. Well, that isn't your style icon. She's your confidence icon, right? So then we have to kind of backtrack. But I just, I ask a lot of questions like that to sort of figure out, who do you want to, like, who do you look to for style inspiration when you're shopping on a regular day? And then that helps me figure out, like, pageant-wise, how do we elevate your regular day to competition days and stage, uh, you know, rehearsal days? Yeah. So have you ever had a client where they do pick an interview outfit and they're like, yep, this is what I want. And then everything else that they wear from day to day, everything else they're picking for rehearsals, everything else they're picking for stage is just so off the wall different. And how do you handle it? Yes. Um, I have had that happen. A lot of times it's clients who have already chosen pieces and they're already like, well, this is what I'm wearing for interview, but I need help with the rest of the week. Can you help me find rehearsal pieces or whatever? And I will say like, are you, do you love this interview look? Are you sure this is what you want to wear? And I don't, necessarily like tell them they can't wear it but I will just ask them like what made you choose that why did you pick it and if it's something I have seen already at many pageants worn in interview I will tell them I will be very Mm -hmm. honest with people and say I'm just going to tell you I've already seen this dress worn at least 10 times at different state pageants this year there's a very high likelihood someone else is going to show up in this dress it's a popular dress right now I'm, I'm going to be transparent with you because I don't want you to go and you, because, you know, if you're newer to pageantry, you may not realize this dress has been worn a lot. You mm-hmm. may think you were the first one that had it. And so I don't want them to wa- walk in wearing a dress. A lot of people have worn and then three other girls at the same competition are wearing it, which is fine if they are, but I just want them to know if this right. is the one you love. Great. But just be aware this could happen. And maybe we change it to a different day and you wear it for rehearsal and then let's replace your interview outfit or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Well, yeah. So for me, when I'm just like in life, um, I feel like I do tend to go for more trendy fashion forward, even in some of my work outfits. I like it to have, I always need a little element of fun. That's what I prefer at least. I'm not saying like I'm on trend all the time, but that is one thing that I know that I always look for just in my day-to-day style. But uh, to be honest, I don't think my entire wardrobe is cohesive by any means <laughs> of a stretch. Well, I think that that is also a lot of what we brought in at your nationals wardrobe was that like little pops of fun in a lot of the outfits that you wore. Like even the shorts that you wore with your t-shirt on t-shirt day, they were such a standout because they had that little like skirt flare thing on them. Mm -hmm. And there were just like small little pieces that you had that made everything elevated from a basic look, right? It wasn't just a simple dress. It was a dress that had a really cool structure to the shoulder or a really cool accessory that you added to it or a really unique um, wrap at the waist or something. Everything was not really simple, plain, solid color dress. Like you wore a lot of really unique pieces like that um, bronze jumpsuit you wore. I call it bronze. I don't remember what the color it was exactly. Mm-hmm. Was it bronze? It was, Yeah, it was like a rose gold. Yes. I feel like that, I like this has been years and I still remember so much of what you wore. Um, I feel like that one was such a standout look and so fun. And the way you styled your hair was really fun. You still brought a lot of that kind of fashion forward nest to your wardrobe during that week I felt like oh I love wardrobe so much you channeled a lot of your dolly sparkle in there Mm -hmm. oh totally so if I'm just like an everyday person and if I'm just trying to style myself in general I don't have any idea where to start you basically Mm -hmm. are saying okay think about who you look at and you like their style like you know when you see this person, you're going to like what they're wearing and wonder, oh, I wonder if I can get something like that. That's like a good yes. starting point. Yes, I would. Um, and not just necessarily one person, honestly, for regular life, I would pick at least like two to three people that you consistently, every time that you see something they post or you see them like photographed in the world, you always seem to like what they're wearing or you like their presence in what they wear and then figure out, okay, what is it about it? Is it because they always wear like a monochrome look there? Like there is a couple of people I follow on Instagram that are like influencer type people that always do a very muted color palette, which for me is so not me. Like I don't wear a lot of muted colors, but I love that they always wear a lot of structure. Okay. It's it's never like big and billowy and flowy. It's just mm-hmm. always very structured. So I like following them for the structure of their outfits. But then I love following other people for the pops of color, like the bright colors, the patterns, because that's more how I dress. I dress with a lot of like bright colors. So I don't just pick one person for myself. I kind of have a few people, but I love seeing like a really structured pant with a great blazer and a really like nice shirt underneath. That's like one of my go-to looks for everyday life. Mm -hmm. But I like to take the color inspo, 
mix it with the structure inspo. Ooh, so you pick your style icons and then you really look and say, what exactly am I drawn to? Is it the color? Yes. Is it the fit? Is it the, you know, like if it's structured or relaxed or anything mm -hmm. about it that you are, are like, okay, that's the part I like. Yes, because typically trends come and go, right? Like we all find something that's trendy that like maybe we like it, maybe we don't. Like some people really didn't want to ever get into skinny jeans. Well, then they were around forever and pretty much everyone got on board. Now skinny jeans are supposedly out. I'll never be done with them. But now the more like 90s style are back, like the mom jeans or whatever are like in style. Mm -hmm. So you've got to decide like, am I going to get on board with this trend or not? That's that's up to you. But there are some things that are never going to go out of style. Like a great blazer, never going to go out of style. A great fitting pair of jeans is never going to go out of style no matter what. It's just not. A, like invest in those basic pieces that you know you can always put into your wardrobe and then try different things and just see. Like you were talking about starting from some from scratch. You got to start somewhere. So start with the basics, like a great white button up long sleeved top just try it and then like put it with a pair of a great skirt put it with a pair of slacks put it with a pair of jeans you can wear that with like 400 things and you can do it with shorts you can do it with dress shorts you can do it with anything right you just gotta mm -hmm. try it start somewhere yes well, and I think the easiest way too is if you do have kind of what you're describing, what I would describe as like a base wardrobe is the mm -hmm. things that you can mix and match a lot with. And yes. the best way sometimes for me to showcase my personal style when I do need to be a little more reserved is with jewelry yes. or with and shoes. shoes. Yes, yes. accessories. And again, with like trendy things like those pops of color or the fun things, especially with shoes for me, I'm, I don't think you should invest like a ton of money in a trendy shoe. I think you want to invest your money in like a classic shoe for me, because I yeah. don't see spending like six or $700 on a trendy shoe. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. No, I totally agree. I tell my friends that sometimes when, if they're looking at something and they're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, mm, that is not where you want to spend your money <laughs> not right, like, for something that is not going to be in season in style next year. In a year or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spend that money on a great pump, a great boot, something, you know, is not going to be out of style in a year or two for sure. Well, and there's so many dupes now. Like I, so I love the Versace Medusa platform shoe. I love them, but I mean, yes. they're incredibly trendy. And so instead of buying the Versace, I found some from Akira that look literally exactly the same. And I love them so much, but they were, I mean, I would guess probably a fourth of the cost. Oh, less than a fourth. I think yours were like a, in a seventh of the cost. Oh, you know what? Probably less because actually I didn't even buy them from Akira. I got them on Poshmark. Even better. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, so for the trendy pieces, 
uh, finding a good dupe is going to be better. But like you said, also, like like you just said, obsessed with Poshmark. If you are trying to build a really good wardrobe and you want to get some of those investment like pieces, always check resale first, like check Poshmark, check the resale sites, look at Queenly, like look around for really great pieces before buying new, I, I would say personally. Oh yeah, I know. So I, oh my gosh, by the way, speaking of mom jeans earlier, I'm wearing some mom jeans from Good American and they are amazing. I love them. So I also am not probably going to go and pay retail for them. So I got Mm -hmm. mine on Poshmark and I got them for $18. Winning total win. I know. So if you know your size in a brand, like I know, I, I know express jeans fit me really well. I know the size and length that I need. And so all I have to do is type that in on Poshmark and then I can see what's available. And that's typically how I try to do it. Yeah. Like go to this actual store, try things on in person and then come back and shop online. That's how I feel. Yeah. Now you can't do it all the time. However, it is nice to be able to do that because then you are shopping sustainably and that is becoming like, I know that is like one of your things. You're very passionate about shopping sustainably and that really has become a serious issue with fast fashion right now. So I do feel like I'm helping the environment a little bit and I've gotten my daughter into it. So Harper and I were thrift shopping the other day, actually, and she's super into it now. I love it. Well, I hope that this is helpful. I'm so excited because all of the contestants are leaving for Vegas. Most of them leave tomorrow, if not Friday, which I guess we record this early. So I guess it will be the day that this is out. They leave today. Um, If you're listening to this, the day this episode drops for Vegas to head to America week. And we will get to see all of the women competing in their styles and their personal style through the week. Um, What is your favorite event to watch for style during nationals week at Mrs. America, American and Miss for America strong? Where do I like to watch for it? Yeah. What, like what event do you like looking at the, at the fashion most during the week? Like, oh, with, is it okay? Elvis night. Oh yeah. By far. Because also okay. the picture pictures are so glamorous mm-hmm. and I feel like Elvis night is the women's second favorite thing that they wear. And it's going to be the one they take a little more of a risk with. So it's maybe something they love, but they can't justify wearing it on stage. So they're going to wear it to the Elvis suite. And so then I okay. feel like you really get to know what kind of person they are and what kind of style mm-hmm. they have. Elvis and I is always super fun to watch fashion wise. I also love, love watching. I mean, I maybe am biased, but I love watching the orientation gowns because a lot of times it is, it's that first impression look, right? It's the first time we see all of the girls, all women, all the women together, all the women in non um, headshot po- photos. So like, you know, we've been watching headshots and seeing them online and things, but maybe it's the first time we've seen them in a more candid photo. So I love that first night orientation gown photo too. Those pictures. Oh, you do? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm whatever about that, that for whatever reason, I'm kind of like, it's not necessarily my favorite 
fashion wise always, but I feel like it's like, I usually can get a pretty good gauge of like who I want to be following fashion wise after that night. Oh yeah. No, that is true. Cause you just like feel like, okay, they're like, they came in like strong, like they showed up ready to like bring it. How do you feel about when women take a, basically their fashion icon and almost do a direct translation? Like they have a gown that they really love or an outfit they really love and they literally wear the same thing. Um, it depends. Like there have been years that, especially for Elvis suite, that it's been very literal of an Elvis type inspiration, Mm -hmm. like the Elvis kind of faux hawk and the Elvis suit or the Elvis um, jumpsuit or something that can be a little weird for me because you're like, I don't know, as a woman wearing like a man's inspo, just it, sometimes it's executed amazingly there's been some that I have been obsessed with and then other ones that I'm just like, it was a little off the mark, but overall I like the idea of like inspiration versus exact copy. Yeah. I think, I think that is kind of where it falls into too, is like there is one year, um, her name, uh, Trinity Pearson, I, I think is her last name. I may be butchering her last name, but she was from Tennessee. She did, a, it was the first year I'd ever seen anybody do a jumpsuit in Elvis suite. She did a jumpsuit with an overskirt and I loved it so much. I was like, okay, this is how you take Elvis inspiration without going too on the nose. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too, is you need to take the parts that are going to work for you as your inspiration and then still make it you. Yeah. It's like that saying, steal from the best, but make it your own. Totally. Okay. Well, I am so sorry, but I have to hop off here and get to another client session. I have to do all my last minute sessions before they leave for Vegas. So I have to hop off here. I don't even have time for a Christmas question of the week. Sorry. All right. Well, have fun with your client and we will talk to you later. And you can follow okay. us at Pageant Buzz Pod on Instagram. And as Rebecca always says, don't forget to sparkle. This podcast is produced by the Fearless Network. Always be fearless. Follow us on Instagram at Pageant Buzz Pod for all things Pageant Buzz.